0: And we are back with another episode of From the Raptor. Sam and I are here on Saturday, May 7th, a few hours after the Celtics and the Bucks finished up Game 3. Obviously, the Bucks getting the better of the Celtics, 103-101. to 101. I said that score correct, right? I'm yes, second-guessing myself. You did. But yeah, I mean, just a very tough one to lose, obviously, if you watch the game, you know. And if you didn't, I would say I would recommend watching it. But actually, before we even start, let me take off the green glasses for half a second. That was a great game. It was just like everything you want out of a playoff oh, it was game. A great game. Very physical, very tough. Like obviously, the refs were—I would say—inconsistent on both sides. It caught up to the Celtics a little bit at the end. Um, it, it was a great game, though. It's everything you want out of a playoff game. Shout out all teams. Green glasses back on. Brutal, just just so oh, yeah. so brutal. Kicking the balls, very much so. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk. I mean, you
1: you touched on it. The officials. Uh, a lot of people on Twitter are not happy. Besides a couple plays, I mean, I really don't care. I can think of three. That I, I don't like the notable. The, the yeah. biggest one to me is the Marcus. I He should have got three shots. Yeah, You, you can disagree if you want. If you're mm-hmm. listening, I just think I, I understand the counter is, oh, they said it's the rip through. Yeah, but there's like no time left, and they're down. Three. That wasn't a rip. He's, he's shooting he, that. Very, he, he's not shooting that. He was not taking or making that motion in order to draw a foul. He was doing it to shoot. That,
0: why would he draw foul in that situation? Yeah, that doesn't nobody. Make
1: sense. Nobody's trying to do that. So no. that that is the biggest issue I have uh, over any other of these calls that uh, I or Jack bring up. The second one is the goaltend. Yeah, that uh, Milwaukee literally tweeted from their account. The picture of the day was Giannis yep. goaltending that they did not call. Yeah. Um, but those, those were really it for me, man.
0: Everything else yeah. is
1: just whatever.
0: You, the only other one that frustrate actually two others that frustrated me. And obviously, there is a step below the two you mentioned. I agree. Those are the two big ones um the drew holiday that was a push off on like uh, i think he pushed off of tatum they missed and it I, on tatum i will say yes times up before they weren't calling it on tatum earlier so i understand but like uh, it just because putting out a fire with more fire doesn't like put out it just creates more fire it's just bad officiating the whole game at that point like it is what it is <clears throat> and secondly um that grant blocking foul i know what player you're talking about was also ridiculous i don't know if doesn't make any sense too. Yeah, no, I, I'm here. It, it just doesn't make you're any good. sense. You're, you're good. Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, it's just after the game. I don't know if you saw the quote, Doka saying, "Yeah, the refs told me they're not calling a charge yeah. unless the player Tough. falls." And then Grant falls, and they call it a block. Like, yes. it, there's just no consistency on the refing. You know, I'll say like the Bucks didn't get any consistency either. Like, like we said, they missed a couple calls. Tatum was using the arm all game, and they missed it on Tatum. Mm. Um, down low, there were a couple calls where, uh, admittedly, Giannis probably should have gotten the call. Now, at the same time. Giannis also got plenty where he shouldn't have been fouled and stuff like that. So it evened out. But the whistle that night was just horrifically uh, inconsistent on both ends. And like I said at the top of the show, it kind of caught up to the Celtics late in the game, which was brutal. I mean, Udoka mentioned the Marcus Smart 3. Smart talked about it. I mean, Evan Fournier tweeted about it. Nick Batum tweeted about it. Taco Fall tweeted about it. it. It's just how is that not a shooting foul, man? I understand the Ritter. That's the game. Yeah, you, you can't make a Hardo
1: call on a play like that. Like that's what it was. It was a Hardo call. It's like, hey, look at me. You know, I'm making this call. It's just, yeah. it's not, it's not the place for it. He, that was clearly a sequence where he was going to shoot the ball. He was not making any kind of motion to bid a foul. He was strictly trying to get an open look to tie the game. That's what it was, and they fouled him.
0: Yeah. And, and shout out, remembered. um shout out Marcus, Rob and Al on the glass on that final play. That was a good like second oh, yeah. free throw to try to bait it in. Rob almost had it. Al had it. It was like a second off. It's, it was a tough ending. And it, I mean, I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll even say it at the top of the show, shout out Giannis. I mean, he played phenomenal. That's everything you want from him in a game like that. Yes, he's being very physical. Yes, you can make an easy argument that some of the calls he's getting are a little bit different. And I said this in the Celtics vlog chat. Giannis just has a different whistle period. And I'm not saying that means it's, you know, an advantageous whistle. I'm not saying it's, you know, a whistle that hurts him. He just has a different whistle than the rest of the league right now. It's like prime LeBron. Prime LeBron had a different whistle. That's just how it was. That's how the game was. Right now, Giannis has a different whistle. And again, this isn't me complaining. This is just me stating a fact that Giannis gets calls as the motorcycle drives by. Giannis just gets calls differently um, than the rest of the league. And the Celtics have accounted for that so far. In this game, it caught up to them a little. Um, and Giannis played the best game of maybe the playoffs, easily the series. Uh, so shout out to him for playing uh, great basketball. So I, I
1: don't have a problem with the way the officiating has really been for Giannis. The play you brought up with Grant, yeah, that's fine. That That's a legitimate gripe. But really, besides that, it's like you said, he plays physical. Ime Udoki even said in the first round uh, when they were talking about playing physical against the Nets, they can't call every single foul. They they can't call everyone. So, does that mean he gets a different whistle? Yeah, absolutely. It could. But Giannis plays the game in a correct way. I feel like he's not doing things to deliberately draw a foul. He's not, uh, you know, falling down every time he takes a shot. He's not flailing his arms. He's not flopping. Compl- he doesn't even really complain at the officials. Now, he did come out in the postgame presser and you know, say that he was going to rip the officials, but he didn't want to lose money, which was funny to me. But yeah. I don't think he's playing in like a toxic way, like no. uh, like a Harden, like where he's you know going out there deliberately or an Embiid trying to draw fouls. He's just kind of playing, and his play yeah. style is uh, aggressive. Like I don't know, I don't I don't have a problem with any of that. The only thing I have a real issue with is the Marcus. That that should have been shots. I don't really know what else to say. He's no shots. He's jumping. He's not. It's just it doesn't make sense in that in that situation.
0: Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, I think I tweeted this in the community I'm in on Twitter. I'm sick of the negativity, like from both sides. Bucks fans are I being agree. extremely toxic this series. Celtics fans are being extremely toxic this series. It wasn't something I was expecting. If anything, I was expecting this from the Nets series, and it's happening now, which is kind of surprising to me. Like, all I see on Twitter is, and this is from both sides. This isn't just me targeting Bucks fans. Like, this is Celtics fans too, and I hate it. Is videos of Grayson Allen or Grant Williams or Al Horford or or Bobby Portis playing physical, a player falling, and people saying, suspend this guy. How is this allowed? You know, Al Horford's elbow checking Grant Williams, Grant Williams is you know, hurting Giannis, Grayson Allen is doing this. It's a physical series. Like, the refs are inconsistent, but they're inconsistent for both sides. And I keep saying it just caught up to the Celtics. Like, this one seems like it was just, you know, called poorly for the Celtics because of the way the game ended. And I saw this tweet, too. Celtics lost the game for themselves when they stopped playing basketball in the third quarter. They They just, like, had no offense or defense. The Bucks stomped him in the third quarter, and that was the end of the game, and they made a valiant effort to come back, but if Jason Tatum is shooting four for 19 from the field, you're not going to win very many basketball games. I'm just like, the negativity makes no sense to me. This is like, that was a good basketball game. I don't know about you, like, obviously it sucks the ending, but I was amped up. I was anxious, I was excited, and I was having a good time watching it, right? Like, it, it was an enjoyable basketball game, and that's what you ask for in the playoffs. And it's just really disappointing to see all these people come out saying, oh, you know, Grant Williams is a dirty player. You know, Bobby Porter is a dirty player. Giannis is a dirty player. You know, people, I, I saw, I think Colin Cowherd and I take everything he said was a grain of salt because it is what it is. He's like, Giannis should be suspended. I've, I've seen that multiple times and it's just like, what is like, stop. You're that's the suspended reason for what he's that's just the reason playing. why the game is ruined.
1: Giannis is not the problem. If you want to point to anything like, I haven't seen any malicious play on either side. I, I just don't the, think that's part of this
0: series. The only it's ones that just were playing hard. The only ones that were borderline to me were... I saw a lot of people get mad at the Wes Matthews one, but the good point was that's He's the exact play. He's just diving after the ball. It, that's what Marcus did to Steph, and we all defended Steph. That so was that, fine. Like, no, no it one was boy. just... It was scary because it was so quick, but he didn't yes. do anything wrong. I didn't love... And this is just because his reputation, I'll admit that wholeheartedly, when uh, Grayson Allen just coming. shoved Jason Tatum on the the, Yeah, player. I didn't like that. That was just – and and it wasn't Tatum anything sold it though. Yeah, I, so I like, just kind wasn't of surprised they didn't play. call that. It was just weird. Yeah, I, I think it should have been a foul. I don't think it should have been like a flagrant or like it was a dirty play, but I think he definitely gave him a little nudge. But at the same time, they weren't calling Tatum when he was nudging with the left arm either. So
1: uh, um, it no, is what it
0: is. Nobody out there
1: – to me is playing dirty and and this no. is a environment where they could be if they wanted to and kind of get away with it because of how physical it's been and yep. nobody's out there trying to take advantage of it which is good on both sides like
0: they clearly respect each other yeah 100%. it's been
1: an excellent series so far today was an excellent game it was unfortunate the mm-hmm. way it ended um and you know we can move on into that instead of uh what we think should have been called differently you got one more i had, I had one
0: last thing and i just okay. it's on the tip of my tongue now i just forgot um oh what was it uh i'll remember eventually i can't i can't remember now though oh oh the bucks coaching staff when grant wrapped up Giannis ridiculous <laughs> that, that was ridiculous i mean he tried I to mean, hold him up yes and Giannis pulled grant down yeah like very clearly, Grant was going like this, and then Giannis grabbed his arm and brought Having him down. His hands up, that yeah. made no sense to me. Yeah, and it was a pretty quick review too. I understand. Oh, that was the other thing. I saw a lot of people complaining about the Giannis chase down block attempt with Don Tatum. That wasn't a flagrant. No, and, it wasn't. A and I saw. I also saw Bucks fans complaining, saying, "This is everything wrong with basketball. Why are they reviewing it? In case you got hit in the head." Period. There, there it is. They reviewed it in case he got smacked in the head. He didn't, I mean, so it's not a flagrant. Even, even if, he if he got he did, hit in the
1: head, I don't think it's, it's a flagrant. I mean, he he should honestly like I mean it's it's a foul he hit him, but yep. he shouldn't be penalized for hustling. Like, good on Giannis. No, like he got back I mean, in the play and tried to make an effort. You don't see most people in the league do that. Like, good for him. Mm-hmm. Giannis is I probably agree. the most likable, like star player in the league. I don't I have love Giannis. Any problem with him. I like him. He he won a title the right way. I don't yep. even feel like severe angst in this series like I did against the Nets because I don't like uh, Kyrie mm-hmm. so much that I would hate losing to him. Like, yes, losing to Giannis is like whatever. I mean, he's you, you obviously want to win, but it's yeah, not yeah. like a hit on your pride. I guess you don't no, feel like no. you're losing. You know, he, he's a good dude and he plays the right way, and he's not mm-hmm. he he's not ruining the game. He's just physical, yeah. like and that that's yeah, what he, it is. He's physical. if you
0: want to say they review too many flagrants, sure like, I I'd probably tend to agree with you. I'm not gonna, like, sit here and complain, though. There's just a lot of complaining on both sides, and I, I've done my fair share on Twitter about the refs, because I was frustrated, but to to complain to the point of saying, oh, this team is dirty and needs to be suspended, like, just just stop. Like, I've seen a lot of, like, Gray Williams, Al Horford's, like, need to be suspended for the way they're guarding Giannis, which is, like, crazy to me that that's a take um and I've seen it on the Celtics side too saying like oh Giannis should be locked up or in jail or or like stop like just it's basketball he plays physical Celtics are playing in physical period that's the series but uh yeah we we can move on and I'm never one
1: to complain about the officials really ever that's the three three was just that (laughs) that you can't really justify it like yeah, you can say, oh, matter. like his feet were still on the ground or whatever, whatever, like the, the counter is. He was going to shoot that ball. Yes, he was going to shoot it. That That's the story. He was going to shoot it. They said no, and they still almost won or not won, but they almost tied the game anyways. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess they got a fair shake at it. It's just brutal. Hmm. It, it's not oh. the
0: time to make a prove your point call. The other one that was frustrating, but also probably not a flagrant, when Rob got just completely elbowed in the face. Yeah, I mean that, but like whatever. <laughs> that was annoying. That, no, that it was, was like inadvertent. Play. It's whatever. Exactly. And I don't exactly. even know if Rob was in the play. He was. He was. They were going for a rebound. Okay. Um, it is well, what anyways, it is, though. You can't work um, on the
1: refs too much because – uh the Celtics lost the game regardless. They lost the game. They played horrible in the third quarter. Yep. And had they played even like half as bad, they would have comfortably won. They played an excellent fourth quarter, which is encouraging. And you yep. know, Tatum was not good. So whichever one you'd yep. like to get into first, <laughs> we can start with.
0: We can start with Tatum because I okay. feel like that's the thing most people are waiting to hear about. Uh he was bad. He was really really bad. This might have been his worst game since january like mm. we're talking a long long time i mean he struggled in game one but not to this level because he brought it around in the second half this time there was just <laughs> there was just no coming back um when they drew up that final play when they inbounded it, i turned to my dad uh, and zoe and i was like i swear to god if this ends up in tatum's hand for a three like i that's please like it, it at points obviously this is an exaggeration because he brings so much on the defensive end, but at points it looked like he was unplayable because he was just shooting them out of the game. He would yeah. go up, he'd take a silly shot, and then the Bucks would just get an easy bucket. It's exactly what happened in game one. Um, Jalen played fine. The rest of the Celtics played fine. I mean, I have a couple more things I want to get into after this, but Jason Tatum was just, he was bad. And if he makes two more shots, that's a completely different game. And that's crazy to think, and that's not a way to think about games, but it's kind of the truth. Yeah, he... He wasn't good to start. It seemed like every
1: shot he took was difficult and the ones that he made were the easier shots. He he got to the rim a couple times, made some good cuts uh to make some extra shots. I think he made two in the fourth or something like that. He he, he was four made shots in the game though. Yeah, bad. no, that's what I mean. It's not good. But the shots he did make were like at the rim. At the rim. Yes. Which is good cuz he wasn't doing that in November. He was not making those shots. Um <laughs> yeah. But going, you know, into the rest, everything he took was real difficult. Man, he was fading away with West Matthews on him in the post. He looks kind of afraid to go up around Giannis or Brook Lopez in the paint. He doesn't look like he has any interest in going in there. That's not a good thing. He, I don't hmm. even know if he shot it uh, more than two, three free throws today. Maybe.
0: I'll I mean, look it up while you keep
1: talking. He had the end one dunk, and then maybe he got fouled one more time, but. He really did not make much of an effort to get in the paint today, and it definitely hurt the team. Three free throws. Three free throws, yes. Look at that.
0: Jalen shot 11. That should tell you.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, because they played a different game. But Tatum really didn't do anything to get himself in the paint or get going. He just kind of took tough shots. He took tough fadeaways out of the post. He took a couple... Like, three is where it wasn't catch and shoot, but he never put the ball down and just tried to jab and then shoot over guys. One of them was Giannis, which was mind-blowing because yeah. he was really struggling at the time. I didn't get that. Not a good
0: look. Not a good look.
1: But his his shot selection today, I guess, is the bottom line, was not very good. Um, And he didn't do much on the glass. He had, what, one rebound, three assists to go along with? How many mm-hmm. points? 12? 10. 10? 10. Ten? Well, he hit double He digits. had
0: four blocks, so he was doing, like, he was helping on that end. But...
1: Two on the same
0: possession. I yeah. think one was a foul. <laughs> yeah. At yeah. least one. Um, three turnovers, though, two, which is obviously not not great. It was just, it was about as bad as you could think Tatum is capable of playing, which is not great because game one was as bad as you could think Jalen Brown could possibly play. So you got two games in the series. Um, one of them that ended up being a blow up, but the other one being very close that one of your superstars just completely flopped in which is not a way to win the series. And on top of that, um, Giannis goes for 40. The one thing I can say, and I think Tatum said this a few weeks ago, there's no moral victories in the playoffs, but if you could find it in your heart to find a moral victory, the fact that the Celtics only lost by two with Giannis putting up, what was it, 42 points on 53% shooting and Tatum scoring 10 points on 21% shooting and the Celtics losing by two. Uh, that's about as close to a, a moral victory as you can possibly get. So, <laughs> going into game, what is it four? You have to think the Celtics are feeling pretty confident. They know what they have to improve upon. I can't imagine Tatum has another game as bad as that one. Just like you couldn't imagine Brown would have another bad game and he'd bounce back. Um, so I'm hoping that's what we're going to see in the next one. Uh, I would say Giannis probably won't go for 40 again, but uh, he might. He might go for 40 again. So, uh, yeah, that, that's that's really all there is to say like I, I think the main thing and he said this after the game in his post game interview he was just overthinking things like he'd get into the paint and he'd try to find a pass instead of just trying to take a floater and even if some of them are contested like you're Jason Tatum take a floater like t- take some looks in the paint try to get to the rim don't do what Jalen Brown did in the first half where you backed up into a jumper and tried to draw a foul because that's not basketball mm. but like Get play physical this is a very physical series and right now Jason Tatum seems like he's avoiding contact which is like the opposite of what he needs to be doing right now
1: yeah I, I get the feeling too and and to circle back to what you said about a moral victory yeah I mean I guess you could feel good about this today right like he yeah. took a pretty good punch from Milwaukee only lost by two however it would feel a lot more uh, a lot better if they won because then you'd be really able to say hey look like Celtics won this game. Giannis <laughs> had 42 points. Tatum well, obviously winning wouldn't be better. Yes. <laughs> and it's, it's really sick to think about. You're probably uh, uh, Marcus smart rattled three. I mean, it rattled in and out. It was halfway down from winning. You would have been up four. Yeah. That, yeah. that that last They got two about.
0: good looks in that possession. Down
1: there. Yeah. And, and poor Grant just slapped the ball out of bounds. Oh, he it, almost no... had it,
0: though, didn't he? He no, oh, he, he had here. it. He,
1: he didn't almost have it. He he just had like the wrong instinct. He just slapped it instead of grabbing it. Oh, I thought I thought he was just too far away
0: from it. No, he he, cool he
1: like okay. had like a full on like rear rears arm back and yeah. and came down and swatted it out of bounds. It was so strange. We can talk about him too.
0: Whatever you're done, he was all right. I feel like he, he didn't make a lot of threes today, but he was all right. My point fine. with Grant is Grant is at the point where everything he does is either really good or really bad and there's not really an in-between <laughs> like all he does is either hit threes when you need him to or miss the threes really good really bad he either slaps the ball at a bound or grabs an offensive rebound really good really bad he either blocks Giannis on the pick and roll after helping on Drew Holiday which was by the way an insane play. That like was I don't crazy I, I don't think people understand how difficult that was because of how easy Grant made it look. And he didn't foul him. <laughs> exactly. I dove into that play. I did film study for Celtics blog. They love uh sending Giannis at the pick and roll with your holiday, and they did it a lot today because it worked in the past because the Celtics dropped down to cover for Giannis uh, and the defender gets caught on holiday's back. But and you usually just ends up in a holiday mid-range, a holiday floater, or obviously Giannis Dunk, but mm. The fact that Grant not only stopped Holiday from getting an open look, but also came around and blocked Giannis' layup attempt. Like, that was a ridiculously athletic play from someone who is not usually regarded as athletic. So, shout out for Grant. But the flip side to that is Grant making a bonehead foul or just doing something that's not warranted on that. Like, just, there's very ups and downs. And obviously, Banner Banter, uh, our good friend of the pod, will always point it out. And I always see it on Twitter, but (laughs) it's like... It's always good or bad, and there's not really an in between. Um, but yeah, like you said, it was. Just, I I, I kind of thought
1: it was game. an in between game for Grant. I ironically, agree. with I you agree. saying
0: that, like he made a couple
1: threes, maybe one or two. I don't remember if he made, you know, more than one. I know he did make one at the end of the half. Um, one one for he had six. a nice that game. Yeah, well, not a good three point shooting game, but he made some decent plays. Like there was one he drove on the closeout and dunked. Three blocks like, too three blocks he played okay defense like he was fine it was pretty impressive to me that he didn't fall out of the game after picking up his fifth with
0: you know six to play i mean they that switched close out, the closeout block on holiday was clutch that was a clutch block on the three when he got out there and yep. blocked that in the fourth quarter like that was huge He he made some good plays like you said it was just i don't know yeah if you want to talk about big
1: plays, no, look no further than Al Horford, who was fantastic yeah. today. I was going to bring him up too. <laughs> he he and Jalen Brown, who we can discuss in a moment, uh, willed mm-hmm. them back into the game. Derek White wasn't too bad today either. He deserves a nice yeah. nod. He was he, a nice bounce-back game, if you want to call it that. Uh, but back to Al Horford, what do you have, like 22 and 15, 16
0: rebounds, something like that, like a crazy-type game from Al 22 points, 16 rebounds, five assists, nine of 17 from the field, four of seven from three. Just,
1: yeah, he was beautiful, excellent. and he was clutch. He made huge shots in that fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. He was a big part of them getting back into that game. I believe Holiday came down and made a three, or Connaughton made one to put Milwaukee back up 10. Or... Connaughton
0: made a ridiculous one in the corner. Do you remember yeah, that? It was that tough. was cr-
1: That was a good shot. That was crazy. He's a real pain in the ass, but Horford like matched a couple of those big swing, like threes that they made on the other end to keep that run going, which was really important. And it's not something Mm -hmm. you see from the Celtics very often. You certainly didn't see it in game one. It's something they needed and they could have got back into that game if they had it. But today he was able to provide those kind of big makes and it helped them get into the game, made a big mid range, made a nice hook shot uh, with little time to play. Like he was everything you could ask for today, which is tough. You wasted that, but it was really nice to see him do that. And then you're seeing him do that while guarding Giannis. So my little theory, you know, talking about it before the series, Oh, you know, maybe Horford's going to have a drop off in his offense. Cause he has to pace, spend <laughs> nope. so much energy on defense. <laughs> we didn't see that today, at least. And I'm happy, happy for that. I just really like Al. i happy he's back on the team. And I'm happy he's playing at a high level. Good for him, then.
0: Alvarford might be the best player on the Celtics in the series so far. I uh, like Maybe. actually. That wouldn't surprise me. He's yeah. averaging. Let me I want to see what he's averaging in this series because in the playoffs he's averaging 12 points. But that just doesn't that doesn't sound right for what he's done. Uh let's see. Okay, go here, here, uh, versus Bucks. <laughs> Excuse me, through three games. Al Horford is averaging 15 points, 12.3 rebounds, almost four assists, 1.7 steals, 1.7 blocks, shooting 46% from the field and 43% from three on seven three-point attempts a game. Like, it's 35. You're, you yeah. know that LeBron James team where it's like he's 36. Like it's the it's
1: yeah.
0: uh, the nice guy. I know you don't like LeBron, but that applies. He's 35, and yeah. he's your like. Most consistent player in the playoffs at the very least, like he's he's everything you ever could have wanted when they traded him back. And I tweeted at, at Bobby today, and I know you were here you that yeah, I, didn't I give you did the not credits. like that. A direct slight to me. <laughs> no, no, but even like I know you thought he'd be a big piece when he came back, and I agreed. You, were I was begging for him to be high... back way before it happened. I said, I don't this think a no-brainer. Yes, I don't think anybody could have predicted he would be this good. No, like I don't this think... is next level.
1: Yeah, you really can't stress the importance of his three-point percentage this series, 43% on seven Seven a game. game Yeah. The reason he's taking so many is because Milwaukee insists on uh, packing the paint. And if he's making them at such a high percentage, it's making him pay for that. So he's going to be big for the team's success going forward. You need him to keep it up. And obviously he's been working his ass off defensively, having to try and cover Giannis. I mean, Horford is very valuable, and he may be the MVP, you're right.
0: Yeah, it, it's great. Him and Grant, like, that defense on Yan, this might be Janis's toughest task of the playoffs. Like, say the Bucks move on, I think this might be the hardest series he plays. Even, like, knock on wood here, and this is just me making a point. I'm going to actually knock on wood, so it might sound weird. Even if the Bucks win in five and Giannis, like, it, everyone like looks at this as oh they just got past this whatever this is probably the most taxing series Giannis is going to play in the playoffs no matter how long it goes like through three games like even after the first two games you could see how exhausted he was and I know he played amazing today and he made it look easy but they were beating him up every drive like I don't know how many free throws did he shot, shoot he shot 12, 12. Free throws, he shot nine of 12 which is actually pretty impressive for Giannis so shout out I guess but um, he's getting beat up. He nothing's easy for Giannis this series. So shout out to Al uh and Grant for that. Rob is getting played off the court, though, which is something we can talk about briefly. Rob is he's not as valuable as Grant and Al in this series, and it's simply because Giannis attacks him on every possession. Like he just attacks him, he attacks him, he attacks him, he gets played off the court. Like Rob only played Twenty-three minutes today. That's less than Marcus. That's less than Grant, and that's only uh, less than three minutes more than Derek White played. Like, I love Rob. This isn't me like slandering him. He's just not built for this series. The Celtic, uh sorry, the Bucks have too much strength, um, and it's forcing Udoka to go in a different direction. Which is, it is what it is. Like, I'm not complaining. I'm just, it's, it's interesting to see how that's played out. He'll, he'll be all right. And there are still things he brings to the table. He's still was
1: pretty decent on the offensive glass today. I think he did a pretty good job of tipping the ball out a couple of times, uh, had a back or two. He had four
0: Four offensive rebounds, yeah. Yeah,
1: so good for Rob. The problem is (laughs) defensively, which is typically not the problem. I don't think he (laughs) um, is great right now with Giannis picking the right times to double. Early in the game, he doubled on a play where he probably shouldn't have, been Brooke Lopez got a layup.
0: That's been
1: killing him, yeah. He'll be all right. I think he is playable in this series. I think Grant is the better play, especially down the stretch. I also think Horford is. uh, No-brainer. And also, him not being able to shoot threes is another reason why he's probably not seeing as many minutes because of how Milwaukee wants to pack the paint. Playing Grant and playing Al is going to benefit the Celtics offensively as well as defensively more than having Robin there, unfortunately. Now, Rob has made both his jump shots in the series, though, so good for him. Yeah. We made one yeah. today, made one uh, the other day. <laughs> he he looks mm. fine. He looks a little bit more like the guy that was playing before he got injured, which is also another good thing. But, yeah, he's just not strong enough to stay with Giannis, I don't think. That's not his his strength as a player. His strength is his athleticism, not his his body strength. Yeah, like –
0: like- and that series perfect for Rob, unfortunately, because he missed half of it. But this one is just physical, and he's not really built enough for that yet. And maybe he never is, and that's fine. But uh, interesting, another change that I saw that I assume you noticed as well. They started actively switching when Giannis had the ball; like they wouldn't just try to get Horford or Grant around the screen. Like Jalen guarded Giannis for a long mm-hmm. period of the game. Derek White switched onto him a bunch. Peyton Pritchard was on him for a possession, which I was terrified. He didn't. They he did not for... want to go at Pritchard. <laughs> <laughs> I know they settled Pritchard stop, is two
1: and zero against Giannis in this series. He had him go out of bounds in game two, and <laughs> yeah, he he was afraid to play on him today. And whoever he passed to, I believe it was yeah. uh, Wesley Matthews, did not make the three.
0: Yes, Wesley Matthews. By the way, shout out Wesley Matthews. He's playing great defense on Tatum. I I forgot to mention that. Like shout out him. He's he's putting in good work, but. Yeah, um interesting change. Do you think that was because how well Giannis played in the first half, or do you think that's just something Udoka wanted to test out? Like what what do you think the mentality was there? Because you noticed it too, right? Like they allowed other guys to play Giannis uh yeah. rather than just keep guys on, like to I think, them, right? I think by doing that you're
1: limiting how many open threes you're gonna give because when they were switching, it yeah. felt like there was a lot more threes. Uh, being created because guys were sticking like they, they weren't committed to one way or the other so they probably made a definitive change
0: to prevent that they didn't well want... milwaukee only shot 18 threes in game two though oh it's true but they played differently so, today yeah that's my point oh milwaukee played differently okay yes yes yeah. sorry i'm following what you're saying now. yeah okay that makes sense it, it was just interesting to see the change that they, they, made. they
1: also started uh Clearing aside for Giannis today, which was something yes that was not beneficial to the Celtics. It was a good adjustment for Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made them pay a couple of times. Jalen is not yeah. well equipped to guard Giannis. He does okay, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: he's not Grant. He's not Al. No,
0: Are those and, the only Tatum, two guys that Tatum that has struggled
1: to guard Giannis.
0: Yeah, I, I, it, I only for someone that we heard
1: right. about how much muscle he put on, he's struggling.
0: Yeah, it, it's funny, and this maybe I'm bashing Tatum, but. Uh you talk about Tatum's muscle when he's guarding the skinniest player in the NBA but as soon as he goes yeah. up against Giannis it's a <clears throat> excuse me a different story. Um Milwaukee didn't even shoot the ball well today. Like they shot 40% from the field, 26.5% from three. Like the Celtics played okay defense and the the philosophy of let Giannis do his thing and just stop everybody else realistically speaking that worked, right? Mm-hmm. Because you were in the game and if you didn't go through a complete offensive slump in the third quarter and Jason Tatum didn't play like a middle schooler i mean <laughs> as mean as that is you probably win the game right yeah, and obviously highlights 2020 tatum today <laughs> yeah and i'm not discrediting the bucks right like the bucks earned the win they were the better team period that's that's it but at the same time you know that Westbrook quote where it's like did did the Utah Jazz win this game, or did the Oklahoma City Thunder lose this game? And he's like, what? Nah, this dude's tripping. Like, that's what it was. It felt like the Celtics lost this game yeah, on the I offensive agree. end, and they that's lost. without that's without discrediting again, Giannis. I'm not. I'm not trying to be, you know, Celtics fan. Celtics sh- should have won. Bucks stink, anyways. Like, no, the Bucks played a great game of basketball. They deserve to win. They were a better team. But the Celtics have a ton of room for improvement. And so do the Bucs, right? Like, so do the Bucs. I just thought the Celtics defended them pretty well. Outside of Giannis, obviously, obviously that needs to be better. Uh, and, yeah, the, the offense just was there. What, what were the main things that stuck out to you in that third quarter? Was it just the same old lack of ball movement, nothing they, flowing? They looked like
1: that? they were panicking. There was too many turnovers. Tatum threw it yeah. off somebody's face. Uh, they pretty. threw the ball out of bounds. Marcus Forgot tried about that. forcing a pass through the needle that wasn't there. And then there was a lot of ill advised shots. I mean, you name it, it kinda happened and, and they didn't use their heads enough. They they weren't patient enough. And mm-hmm. they saw Milwaukee start to get it going and they didn't play well with the pressure of keeping up. Now they turned it on in the fourth quarter. Uh you have to give Al Horford credit for that again. Like he he seemed to be a calming force out there making yeah. big shots. And in being a veteran leader, that it was like, all right, guys, like we can mount the comeback, which they did. They took the lead. Good for them. Um, third quarter killed them, yeah. and and they were not getting a lot of stops, and they were turning the ball over too much. And Milwaukee made them pay.
0: Yeah, uh, you, you hit the nail on the head with the turnovers. The Celtics had twelve turnovers on the game, which isn't too too bad, but no, seven bad. of them an improvement. Se- seven of them were <laughs> in the third quarter alone, um, and. I I just noticed this in the box score and thinking back, it makes sense. Third quarter was the Tatum quarter. Like he kind of tried to get in a rhythm in that third. He took eight of the team's 20 shots and he made one of them. So Mm. if you take away Tatum shots, they shoot, let's see two for four, three for six, four for nine. Uh, They shoot five for 11, five for 12 uh, instead of six for 20. So what's five divided by 12 instead of 30%, they shoot 42%, 41% like, that's a, a big difference in a quarter. Like, and I understand the idea of Tatum wanting to get in a rhythm, but I haven't watched his field goal attempts. So I'll look through them now while you give your take. A lot, lot of one foot followers Yeah. It just seemed like he was taking ill-advised shots. And like I said earlier, he kind of shot the Celtics out of the game. Like I was, I was watching it with Zoe and Zoe was like, all right, he's got to come out. He's got to come out. I, I'm briefly looking through uh, his shots right now in the third quarter. And I'll do that while you give your take, but. Um, the first one he saw that I just saw, and I remember it vividly, it was like the opening of the third quarter, like their first possession in the third. Tatum gets a wide open mid-range shot off a screen from Rob, just in and out. Like it dribbles in the rim and just pops out. And from that point on, I was like, oh no, we're, we're going to be in for a not so fun time. They, they need a better way. <clears throat>
1: not even they, Tatum himself, and then the team's secondary, need a better way of getting Tatum involved or... Making him effective when he's not shooting well. I feel like there's a lot of times throughout the season that we, as you know, fans, podcasters, whatever, <laughs> were met with games where Tatum didn't shoot well and it felt like he wasn't productive. The thing that happened when they turned the season around is one, he was more productive more often. He was, at, you know, he didn't have very many bad games, but when he did, it was like he was still doing stuff. Like he had a triple double this year when he had like 10 points. Yeah, Today was not one of those days. He had one <laughs> rebound, three assists. You said four blocks, which is good on him, but, but
0: offensively it was. Yeah.
1: And he looked confused towards the end of the game. There was one play where Connaughton wasn't even looking at him and he could have went right to the basket. And it was one of those, I believe they were up. Like they could have went up three and they didn't get like the best shot but he had an opportunity to get, like, an easy layup, and he just didn't see it. It w- it was weird. It was uncharacteristic of Tatum. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's just, I-, I just watched through all of his shots in the fourth quarter. It started with a good pull-up. Like, he got open on a pull-up. Then he got a decent little floater uh, in the lane, one that he should probably make, but it just didn't fall. And then after that, like you said, it was a contested, pull up over wesley matthews from three Mm -hmm. which was bad shot Uh, a pull-up jumper over the Giannis one that you said terrible shot Uh, a fadeaway jumper which he could probably make if he was in the rhythm but he's not bad shot another pull-up three over the defense not a good shot like they're all getting contested and then he got a couple driving layup attempts and he made one and he missed another after he missed those first two looks he needed to get into the mode of okay let me set up my teammates but he just kept trying to get in a rhythm. And exactly like you said, it's November Tatum. Like, that's exactly what he would do uh, in November. And for most of last year, too, like, he would just try to get in a rhythm. And thinking back, like, I know everyone's saying, like, oh, Tatum dropped 60 last year, Tatum dropped 50 this year. That's because that's when Tatum's on, he's on. The difference between that Tatum's the same player. The difference between that Tatum and this Tatum this year that we've seen for the second half of the season is that Tatum knows how to adjust when he's off now. And that just didn't happen for whatever reason tonight. And that was that was the reason he was so bad. Because if Tatum had shot four for 12, but had, like, seven assists, we're not talking about it. Like, yeah. because he, he impacted the game. But he was so just focused, so dead set on getting his shot to fall that he abandoned all other, like, common practices that he's, like, adapted to this season that's not the right word but you know what i'm saying it was yeah, just frustrating. He,
1: he did not carry himself the right way in yes. a tough shooting night but jalen brown did so we, we jalen brown that. did great jalen yeah. brown for the last two games has now been excellent uh he definitely had enough time to recover from the hamstring problem he <laughs> played a complete game today unlike game two he got tired in the second half or his legs started bothering him he looked fine today he was a big part of the second half surge they had And it Mm -hmm. was encouraging to see. He is continuing to be that player we saw in the Nets series that was Mm -hmm. giving you baskets in the fourth quarter when you needed him. He made a big and one. He had a three rim in and out, which was tough. It was a good look from him. Very tough. uh, But it was a good shot. Like, he took a lot of good shots. He made a big three. He was getting them points when they needed it, and he was doing it in a way that he was confident. He did force, unfortunately Mm – when Milwaukee went ahead in the last minute and they were Celtics were down one, he did try and go right at Giannis, which didn't make a whole lot of sense, but mm-hmm. he still had an okay mindset on that. He didn't take a tough ball <laughs> away. He went to the basket.
0: Is it me or did he take, there was someone who took an, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I'm, I'm for some reason remembering an ill-advised three in like the final moments of the game. And I don't know if it was Brown. It wasn't but in but their was... final
1: moments. It was smart took one in the third quarter. Okay, But it there, wasn't there, a three, there was... he went
0: inside and and he tried to shoot over Giannis and it just hit the bottom of the I ring. remember that. I remember that too. I, I was thinking of the smart three, right? No, yeah, it just seemed like they reverted back to the get a bucket mindset at the worst moments. Um, that being said, I'm not too like I'm deflated, but I'm not too disappointed. I'm trying to think of the right words. Like I feel better than I did
1: after game one. However, yes. <laughs> it's a kick in the balls because yes, yes, had yes. they come out on top of this, you know, in this of, game and, and on they top won of the game three, not <laughs> yeah. only are you are on top of the world, but you're like, damn, that might have been a real backbreaker for Milwaukee. They had a great performance from Giannis. Yeah. Uh, Drew Holiday was a pain in the ass. Like Lopez got his. Yeah. They were at home and they blew a lead. You know, like all those things would go into the mix and then they would say, and they still lost but they held on. So it's kind of a kick in the balls for the Celtics. I don't think it's a backbreaker, but now game four obviously is a must win. You don't want to go down to games to one. If you win game four, you have home court back. You go back to the garden for game five, but game four comes first. You need to come out and play better. Tatum needs to play better. There are things that they did well today, especially in that fourth quarter that they can focus on, but you need to avoid the lapse in the third quarter. Again, you need to, be more careful with the ball. If you see you're on the wrong end of a run, slow down. Don't try and get quick punches back in because it hurts you. It's like earlier this season. There would be a lot of times where they would be on the wrong end of a run, and they would shoot a three to try and you yeah. know nip it in the bud instead of working to get a good shot. What helped them get back in the game in the fourth quarter was working to get good shots. Every single time they got a stop at Milwaukee, they would come down work to get a good shot and They made a lot of their shots in the fourth quarter because they were good looks. They weren't really forcing anything, which was fine. Even the two threes they missed to potentially go up four, they were good shots. The Marcus one was halfway down. I can't believe it didn't go in. Uh, The only real force was the Jalen over Giannis. Even then, like I get it. Like they were playing with the time, trying to go two for one, whatever, but they probably still could have got a better shot. And they kind of strayed away from what was working on that one possession
0: yeah it was brutal man uh i'm feeling good heading into game four because i think they know what they have to correct and just like they Mm -hmm. knew what they had to do after game one udoka's got to be in the lab he's going to make the adjustments i can't imagine i said this earlier we're going to get another tatum stinker again um we just got to hope it all falls into place and admittedly game two sorry was probably about as about as good as they could possibly play for the most part they had a dud in the third i remember correctly and the second Mm -hmm. half was mid but like that first half of that game was exactly what you want to do. I don't know if they can get back to that level because they were so hot, um, but you don't have to. I, I think if you play like slightly worse, obviously not every shot's going to fall, but play the same level of defense, that's the key for me. The defense has been there, man. It's just It's been consistent. Just the offense, <laughs> yes. Another, the offense.
1: another around 100 points game. Game one, Milwaukee scores 101. Game mm-hmm. two, they, what, 83, 89 they end with? And today was one of three. So you are keeping them in, uh, I don't know, you can say like your, your goal, like 86. Sorry. Yes. You are keeping them in check. If you will, the problem has been your offense. You could easily be up three to one if you had your head under your ass, especially today. I mean, game one was a winnable game and it was frustrating to watch because of that. There were so many times that they didn't make the right play in the big situation Today, they kind of were better with that, especially in the fourth quarter. They did make the big momentum play. The third mm-hmm. quarter, they were on the wrong end of it, and it, it just held them back. But they can fix that in game four. They We've seen them adjust. Um, it's not going to be easier on the road again, but the Celtics are a good road team. They, they have been they for are. the second half of the season.
0: And this was a good road game. The Milwaukee crowd was into it. Uh, they were hyped up, and the Celtics still kept it close. Again, no more moral victories. Uh, but if I'm a Celtics fan, I'm feeling pretty good, which I am. So I'm feeling pretty good <laughs> heading into uh, game four. But uh, yeah, is there anything else you wanted to bring up before we get no, on out of here? I, I think, think
1: we gave the be, people a good 45 yeah. today. Uh, you guys will be enjoying this. Nice uh, post-game reactions. You know, I, I think I think these have done well.
0: I have right. to say, I was reminded by your shirt. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see Sims wearing a Delta shirt. We had a right. trivia question. Uh, last night, I went to trivia uh, with Zoe and... It was, what is the biggest airline in the world? Like what, like by like flights and stuff like that. And it flights? was either, it was either American, United, Delta or JetBlue. And we said Delta. Cause I, I thought it was, <laughs> that was it right might head. be,
1: it might be United.
0: It was American. Really? Very I'm weird. Surprised. That was our last choice. We were like, it can't be American or JetBlue. Mm-hmm. Those it definitely was
1: not worse. JetBlue. JetBlue is very small. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. It's like going to Florida. Um, <laughs> yeah. Literally. That's what we use yeah. it for. Yeah. Um, Outside of that, yeah, no, uh, I was at graduation this morning. Uh, and Congratulations. Just, thank you. Thank you. We left after I, got, I walked on stage because my mom was like, "It's it was in Seaport in a tent, like a big, big tent. It was like the pavilion mm-hmm. or something. Uh, but it was freezing. So my mom texted me. I'm in line. I'm literally in line about to walk up the steps to get my diploma. Um, my mom texted me, fuck this. We're leaving after you go across the stage. I'm cold. And so I came down. Zoe and my sister Grace were waiting for me. They take me. And we just dip. We just yeah, like, well, left. that's
1: what I would do. I mean, what do you <laughs> want to stay for? There were 1300 kids. Oh, I wouldn't have went.
0: It I was... wouldn't have went. Are you kidding? Yeah. Why
1: would you go? <laughs> my <laughs> Why, mom why would you, go you even pictures?
0: go? My, my mom asked. And so I obliged, oh, I'm not of pictures, stuff like that. I didn't that. go to mine. <laughs> it was painless. You didn't I go to your station undergrad. I
1: covered it. I was working. I didn't go. You did not go. You're...
0: Your undergrad, you didn't go? No, I didn't go. It's too much. My many undergrad, people, man. I'm not going to sit there. <laughs> my undergrad did a drive through graduation during COVID. So we drove up. I got to walk across the stage by myself, shake the president's hand, and dipped in our car. It was elite. It took 20 minutes. It was
1: I, I i don't know the high school graduation's fine those are people you've known for like 12 years of your life that's you my all, thing yeah you all go together college you, you don't even really know half the people i mean i
0: was online too i'd never been to campus well so that's I, what i mean like what the hell are you going for are you, <laughs> yeah. i don't know it, it took a couple hours out of my day my mom was happy that's what that's if that's me i'm saying no thanks <laughs> uh anyways that's all we got for today we appreciate the go. listenership we've been um getting a lot of more unique listeners so if you are new to the show welcome we appreciate the listen uh thank you for tuning in we're going to be changing our twitter most of you guys follow bannertown usa on twitter we're going to be transforming that into the from the rafters yes. podcast twitter because we feel like we can grow this a little better there if you guys have a place uh to find us if you search from the rafters rather than bannertown it's a little i guess can be a little confusing if you're just listening to the show so we're going to make that switch look out for that on twitter so coming soon uh and yeah thank you as always uh, i'll leave it up to sam yeah, thank you
1: guys very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, you're probably on YouTube, which means you're on Guy Boston or Bannertown, which could very well become from the Rafters uh, in the future if we decide to go that route. Yes, uh, sir. If you are, make sure you subscribe. If you subscribe to Guy Boston, you'll see us on the pregame, which did not happen today. Uh, <laughs> we usually do them 30 minutes before yeah. the game, but we did not have the personnel to do it Very today. tough. I was not doing a 30-minute show by myself, and everyone had – Uh, hey man i had a pretty good excuse which were good (laughs) excuses it's not what i'm saying uh but it's always a lot of fun we usually have a good chat uh good people in the comments consistent crew we always appreciate them and also make sure you like the videos uh definitely helps uh, more people see it i think that's how it works but there's a like button for a reason so use it uh don't use the dislike one Uh, don't don't do that just leave mean (laughs) comments
0: i think they took Oh, you can't see dislikes. You can uh, use the dislike button, but nobody will
1: see. No, them. you should see the dislikes.
0: I agree. Just don't don't do them. it. Don't do we it
1: guys. Just leave nice or mean comments. <laughs> just say, be nice. Say we look funny. Just be nice. <laughs> but you can you can listen to us on those streaming services: Spotify, Apple, Anchor, uh, which I believe we have a read for in there somewhere.
0: We do. Shout out Anchor. Thank <laughs> yes. you very much.
1: <laughs> but uh, make sure you hit the follow button there, just in case Jack does not tweet the pods or or, or from the rafters and does not tweet them. Uh, you can follow us. You can follow Jack if he does tweet them at Jacks1NBA. You'll also get plenty of his articles. And you can follow me at Sam NBA. You can get uh, my retweets to the pod and, and me complaining. <laughs> <laughs> Check tackle.